0: Welcome to the Scandinavian Mind podcast, our weekly show about how technology is changing the creative industries. Today in the program, an exclusive interview with Lars Fredriksson, CEO of Varso. We're going to revisit a live talk that I held with Lars from SIF, the Copenhagen International Fashion Fairs, earlier this year. In this conversation, we talk about why vitamin A is a key to Versus products, how they built such a successful brand, their own patent, the near one, the role of biotech going forward, and what it means to be as a responsible beauty brand today. My name is Conrad Olsson, Editor-in-Chief and founder of Scandinavian Mind. And with me here before we listen to the talk is my dear colleague, uh, our senior editor and beauty expert, Johan Magnusson. How are you, Johan?
1: Yeah, I'm good. And you?
0: I'm excited about our upcoming uh, beauty innovation, uh, our upcoming insights newsletter. And that's what I wanted to have you on before our talk with, with Lars. Uh, we're just like a week away from, from launching uh, the newsletter. Uh, super uh, excited to, to uh, launch this given all the, the early signups we've gotten from the industry. What's the temperature with you, Yuan? Are you excited about this?
1: i get uh, great feedback uh, especially on the innovation angle i think uh, the fact that it's called beauty innovation of course it's a highly innovative industry but uh, yeah the the innovation side of it uh, when it comes to like uh, media outlets our media colleagues uh, is not always that present you know
0: yeah, this is obviously the position we've taken and, and the, the gap in the market that we've seen. Uh, it's going to be a weekly insights newsletter uh, with, you know, obviously news updates from the world and from the Nordics. But also a particular focus on new technologies, innovations, uh, specifically related to sustainability. It's also going to be commentary and analysis. Uh, as well as new data coming out from the industry. So if you work in the beauty industry, if you're a beauty nerd, if you're a decision maker, C-level person, I think this is something for you. So go to uh, ScandinavianMind.com slash beautyinnovation to get early access to to our upcoming Insights newsletter. And if you uh, become a subscriber, you will also get ac- access to our seasonal reports and our inv- special invitations to our events. We already have a couple planned for this year, so that's going to be super exciting as well. All right, let's get into our interview with Lars. Uh, just a few uh, words on Lars, uh, Johan. Uh, you know, we've, we've, been, we've been following Verso, uh, their journey since the past, uh, is it uh, seven or, or eight years, I think. I think they're one of the most interesting uh, Nordic beauty brands. What's your take on Verso?
1: For me, they're um, a front runner when it comes to uh, premium skincare in Scandinavia. Also, of course, uh, science-backed, so the the, uh, the price tag um, yeah, there's a reason for the price tag. But uh, of course, developing your own uh, patents and and such uh, is very costly. So um, yeah, they've shown that uh, it's not only, for instance, the major fashion houses uh, own skincare or makeup that comes with a high uh, price tag, that, but that we can also deliver that from our region. Mm.
0: Well, we'll get into their premium position in this conversation, a uh, live talk with Lars Fredriksson, the CEO and founder of Verso, held at the Copenhagen International Fashion Fairs earlier this year. Uh, enjoy. Thank you, Conrad. Thank you for having me here. So good to have you here. Um, you are actually turning 10 this year. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, Versa was launched, yeah, 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, maybe we should start there at the at the origin. I mean, a lot of people know your brand and, and I know many people hail you as as kind of one of the, the pioneering new modern skincare brands coming out of, of, of the Nordics. Um, I want to talk both about, you know, what you wanted to do with the brand in terms of ingredients. And I know uh, with, you know, specifically with vitamin A, uh, but you also have this sort of modern, packaging, modern branding that I know was important for you in the beginning. So can you talk about those early, early days of launching the brand?
2: Well, absolutely. Um, You know, it it all started obviously with the formulation and um, I've been in the industry for quite, quite some time and I, vitamin A has been very dear to me and known in our industry to be the golden standard, but also known to have a few challenges, both in terms of um, how it can irritate the skin, but also in the production, how to make it um, stable. So we put a lot of effort into that and did a lot of research and came up with a technology that is able to give all these high uh, concentrated effects that you would look for for a vitamin A or retinol product without giving any side effects. Mm and that has been you know obviously the key from the very start in the very beginning at the same time when we were creating the brand uh, and doing the whole development we wanted to create something that should be the best of two worlds we wanted to have really performance driven skincare and at the same time it should be in a classic scandinavian packaging
0: Talk about, we'll, we'll get back to the, the, the formulations and, and retinol, but talk about that launch uh, of the brand with the packaging, because I know that was key to bringing the brand to the global market pretty quickly, right? You, were, you had some really strong retailers early on.
2: Yes, um, and I, I, I must say that we are so, um, we had a very great collaboration with our agency in Stockholm, um, and they did a fantastic work with the. Uh, um, The graphics and the identity of the brand and it kind of gave us it was important to them uh, as it was for us so it gave us a lot of awards in the beginning but not necessarily for the products but rather for the design but it opened up a lot of doors for us and eventually obviously when start when people start using the brand they also noticed that it really was something really really good for the skin was that
0: at all a problem? I mean, you, I, mean I know you're passionate about, about the formulations and uh, efficacy of the product, but that you got so much attention for basically the, the cool packaging uh, yeah. in the beginning. Was, was, was that ever a, a, an issue for you? Well, well,
2: in, in, I'm not gonna say it was an issue, but the thing is that when you, the first, a lot of people when they met the brand in the beginning, they said that it's a cool packaging, but they might not be able or they didn't see what the brand was all about. So when we ended up in a lot of uh, uh, lifestyle stores and so on and so forth, they was not really aware or did not know about the technology behind the brand since we also been very keen to have the minimalistic and simplicity to the brand. Mm. It was not so outspoken in packaging and in communication. So I think we we uh, you know we have a lot of
0: uh, uh, knowledge in the audience and and we know from people also uh, consuming the Scandinavian mind content that there are people in the industry so I think we can afford ourselves to be a bit nerdy when it comes to the actual formulations and I mean you were early on with the retinol but you also developed your own patent called near one uh, can you talk about what that is for starters and and something about the process of, of doing that
2: well If vitamin A has been something that's been very near to me or dear to me um, from the very beginning, the other ingredient that I hold very dear is vitamin B3, also known as niacinamide. They work quite well together, but what we wanted to do is see if we could merge the two molecules, what would happen then. And what it turned out is that the niacinamide would actually enhance the efficacy and the performance of vitamin A at the same time, making it more gentle to the skin. So all of a sudden we have really a very, very interesting new ingredient that is able to perform and outperform many other uh, vitamin A.
0: Right. And can you talk a little bit about what does vitamin
2: A do? do, do? Why is it so important? Well, I mean, to, to, you know, to put in one sentence is that it will make your skin cell behave like a young one. So, and and, and we all want that.: th- Yeah, so this goes f- for all vitamin A, and, and then you have because vitamin A is an umbrella name, and there are different kinds of derivatives and, and, and varieties. So the tricky part is to have an effective vitamin A without giving any side effects. And the typical side effects that you can get from a strong, very effective vitamin A, you get red scaling and flakiness. But that's something that we have overcome with our technology. Right. right.
0: Well, that's something I think many people or I, I think there are people that consider vitamin A, as you said, something really strong and you, you, you know, typically, historically, you don't use it during the daytime, maybe most at nighttime. How has this developed? Uh, well,
2: th- that is also something that uh, part of our vision is to make vitamin A more available to more people. So that's why we have been working so much to have a vitamin A that can be less irritating. Mm. And there has been a lot of myths when it comes to vitamin A. And one of them I- is that it cannot be used during daytime, which is completely wrong. Uh, the other thing is that it thinns out your skin, which is also wrong. It actually builds up the skin. So, um, I, you know, we're so strongly believe in vitamin A that we believe that each one of you, all of you, all over here, should use at least one vitamin A product every day. Mm. If you do if you you know, if you do that today, continue. If you don't, you know, Versa could be, you know, an alternative. And again back to your own patent near one,
0: I mean we the topic of this day is beauty innovation. Can you say anything? I'm sure this is proprietary and this is uh, this is kind of behind the scenes. But what has it been like developing your own patent? And can you say anything about how you have gone about doing that?
2: Um, well, long, uh, sleepless nights, <laughs> uh, costly, uh, and headache. Uh, but I think that like most of entrepreneurs and and and. Um, that you know when you do believe in something you don't give up uh, but there's been so many hiccups and, and and it took us eight years actually to develop this uh, and, and we are you know we're a small company we we do not belong to the big ones so we're trying to do it in in, in our own way and not necessarily the way that many others are doing it. And what is the
0: value of having your own? Because there's so many ingredients out there. There's so many, there's so much things you can source of what's on the market. What's the value of having your own patent?
2: Well, I, I think one of the things that we've seen to in today's market, and if you compare today, just five, ten years ago, there's so many more brands out there, uh, and they're launching new brands and new products every day, and. One of the key things is just to make sure that you have something that makes you unique. and that could be many things. But one of the things that we take very much proud it is obviously the branding and 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 the story, but also the ingredient that we have something that we can actually be very proud that no one else has. And I think today we're we have so many great uh, raw material suppliers. There's so much innovation is happening, and you know, I, I was you know listening to Johan's talk uh, earlier, and, and there's so many things happening. But at that time, we still believe that it's so important for us to have something that is unique.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of our talk earlier, we talked a lot about uh, the notion of biotech. Um, I'm going to throw a few of these uh, buzzwords at you and see how you react. So, what what do you How do you see the role of biotech going forward, and what's your approach to sort of lab grown versus natural grown ingredients?
2: Uh, I'm positive. I I, I think, uh, first of all, I think we just seen the beginning. Uh, I think there's so many exciting things uh, happening out there. Um, So, yeah, positive. Okay, yeah, wonderful. Another term
0: uh, we keep coming back to is this notion of clean beauty, <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's also reso- referred to as candy beauty. Yeah. Do you use these terms, or I mean, I'm sure you're 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 exposed to them in the we industry. Are, we are
2: definitely exposed to them. Um. um I, I think it, I think that's something that Johan also mentioned in his talk that, in it, it's all about a definition. Mm. How do you define it? And. And for us, when we store w- 10 years ago, when we decided and we started the brand, uh, for us, we said then, and we still continue to say that, that we are trying to simplify uh, how to use a performance driven skincare range. That you may not need to have layers and layers of product. Mm. And when we formulate, we are very keen to make sure that we don't use too many ingredients we are not using we're not adding anything that could makes it look nicer or more fluffy or anything like that so each and every ingredient is there for a specific reason Um, so i think being a performance driven brand i would say that we have um, less ingredients than many other brands Mm. and we are promoting not to use too many products at the same time. So in terms of that, yeah, could be clean. Uh, We are trying to be cautious uh, in terms of sustainability. We are working very close with our packaging suppliers and manufacturing. And this is just beginning as well. I think it's just so much more going to happen um, in terms of this. Related to that, it's also the
0: number of products that you need. I know this is something you think about as well. Yeah. You, you have actually been quite humble. I've heard you say before that, well, as long as you use one at least Versa product, you don't have to have the whole range. No, uh, no. I mean, and obviously the range has grown these, these past ten years, but you have some, some key products
2: that you still have on the line from, from, from day one. Hey, I, you know, th- the thing is that when yeah. we launched the brand, we were only five products. Still today, uh, our three bestsellers are among those five. So it's it's you know it really says a lot about how we develop products and we continue to do that. And why we're adding more products is not necessarily it, it's just more to provide products that could be suitable for more people. Right. So it's not about having adding more product to use for for each and every individual. Mm. Um, we talked
0: about sort of one issue I see and we, you know, I think the term clean beauty is sort of testament to this is sometimes in the industry lacking a common language or uh, a unified definitions of, of what we mean with some of this terminology. And related to sustainability, I can kind of see the same thing. It's, 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 it's something that's, it's a discussion that is rising in the industry right now, but people are, you know, using different terms, different ways. How how do you see this issue evolving in the industry today? Is this something, do we need more uh, a unification
2: around s- some of these terminologies? Um, I would say so. I mean, uh, if we just take the term clean, it is all about, we see today, and you, I think you put it very well in the last talk, that you will get as many definitions as many people that you ask, mm. especially from from brands. So, yes. I, I think also if we look right now, what we uh, are facing, for instance, here in Europe, is that the labelling we are in within the EU, but we are facing a huge challenge where Italy wants to have a certain label and symbols for their sustainability and how to recycle the products, and then France decide to have another one, mm. and then Germany they want to have a third. So. We need to have, and I hope that EU will really take the responsibility here. Because, And this is not only for small brands, because I honestly be- believe that the big brands will have it difficult to follow this.
0: Right, right. Okay, so first 10 years, uh, checkbox there. How do you see the next 10 years? What's what's in store for, for Verso? How do you see the roadmap going ahead?
2: No, we will continue. I mean, we, we continue to invest in clinical, uh, you know, clinical trials, we very thoroughly testing our products. We will continue to, you know, develop and, and perform and, and and make our products better. We will, uh, I think there's going to be more work in terms of packaging. I hope that the suppliers will be able to come up with better solutions in terms of, to meet the environmental and the sustainability work.
0: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay, and, and you are here also the, as an exhibitor here yes, at SIF. Yeah. Uh, can you say anything, are there any news happening in the stand, uh, any new products uh, uh, I mean we, we, we,
2: the, the We are happy now to you know, present our Near One uh, first product win with the Super Elixir with our Near One uh, technology. So um, that's what we're doing here. Yeah, fantastic.
0: Wonderful. Lars Felixson, thank you so much for sharing your insights today. A round of applause. Thank you. Right, that was Lars Fredriksson, uh, founder and CEO of Verso uh, in conversation with me at SIF, the Copenhagen International Fashion Fairs earlier this year. Don't forget to sign up to our upcoming insights newsletter. Visit skandinaviamind.com slash beautyinnovation. And of course, our regular newsletter uh, you can access at skandinaviamind.com newsletter. Uh, you need all that content. You need all that info, all those insights. Uh, so don't miss out and of course uh, when you're there order your copy of our latest print issue our issue four also with a bunch of insights on uh, the state of uh, the beauty industry uh, this has been the scanning Mind podcast with me conor olsson and my dear colleague Juan magnusson until next week goodbye